It's the John DePietro Show weekdays, and we start at 11, and we go till 2 on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at DePietro.com. You can email me, John, at DePietro.com, and follow me on Facebook and Twitter at John DePietro Show. Uh, definitely check out the Facebook page, John DePietro Show, on Facebook. Well, like everyone else, um, I mean, I am, you knew it was coming. And those of you that listen to the show, I've been saying all the signs were there that Tom Brady was going to leave. But it, it's still, it is such a, a shock to the system in hearing the news. And now, of course, the latest is it, it certainly seems he's going to be in Tampa Bay. And I think, I don't know, but I would think we're going to see in Antonio Brown or, or whatever. In the, I don't get the whole thing of the TB. I'm going to touch on why, but ju- just the raw emotion. How much are we supposed to take? This is brutal news with what we're going through with the coronavirus. And now, and I know so many of you are, are crushed. Everybody is. And, and as I've been saying, I've been saying all the clues were there, right? It, it, last, last August, if the Patriots wanted to sign him, he wanted a three-year deal. And he was coming off winning a Super Bowl, and they didn't give him that. And that's why, to me, it was decided then. And and Brady, like all of you, I mean, the, the guy is just... 20 years we have followed him and what he's meant to all the New England fans at a class act. And and then it just, it comes to an end. But the, the warning signs were there. The fact that as soon as the season ended, boom, they moved out of the house. They may have even moved out before then. And they've been living in New York. And as this was getting closer, um, you know, now there's different spin stories. And, and it is. It's devastating to everyone. But I I could tell he was leaving. You didn't know where he was going. But the signals were there that this whole thing was coming to an end. And he's 43. And and the way I look at it as, and I mean it, after 20 years, he's 43. He has, barring an injury, maybe two years left. He has earned the right to play wherever he wants. And so many people don't understand that. And I would talk to Patriot fans uh, the entire fall. And they would all say, oh, he's coming back. And I'd say, he's not coming back. The warning signs, the red flags are there. That he's not coming back. He wants to have fun. Listen, I'm, I'm a huge Patriot fan. And I've been to Super Bowls. I've met Tom Brady. I've interviewed him on several occasions. But anyone that pays attention, I am a big Bill Belichick fan. He is the greatest coach. And I don't even know what the team is going to be like. I'll tell you that it's not going to be the same. But as long as you have Belichick, it's going to be a different type of team. It will still be an exciting team. But hearing the news, like many of you, wasn't it? It was, it was like a death. My God, and I can't believe, I mean, as a grown man, I'm saying that, but it, it is. It was just time for the whole thing. He's got two years left. He wants to try it. He wants to go somewhere new. And I think you also have to understand, there's a lot more here, but I, and I'm going to touch on what I believe is here and what's really involved with this. And, and there's so many different warning signs and people that didn't see this coming, they were following it, but he was miserable all season. Listen, last August, when they finally came to a deal, and Tom Brady was not going to get on the plane to go play in the exhibition game against the Detroit Lions. He was not going to get on until he had a deal. If they were going to lock him up for three years, that would have been the time to do it. Now, part of this, I can see both ways. And I want you to understand, now, some people are down on, there's no way they were ever going to pay him $30 million. But here's the way I look at this. And I, and I, through this, by the way, I've tried to listen to a lot of the sports stations, but it's impossible just because they're such homers and they wouldn't deal in reality. They wouldn't deal in fact and what's really been going on with the whole thing. But if they wanted to keep him, it would have happened last August. They could have locked him up with a three-year deal. But here's where, first, I'm going to play both sides and I'm going to defend uh, Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft. And that has, you know, for many years now, this whole run, Tom Brady has not been the highest paid quarterback. Why? Take less money. We can get better players around you. They call it the hometown discount and they knock it. But that's going to enable us to win. And that formula was working, right? They've won six championships. If you, if he had played, Belichick had played Malcolm Butler in the Philadelphia game, that's number seven. I was at the Giants game in Arizona in 08. That actually could be number eight that they could have won that. That was a tough loss. Um, the fact is, though, the formula was working. And all of a sudden now, with, with as he's 43, number 12 somehow is saying, I want to make $30 million a year and be like the highest paid 
pay, highest paid quarterback. That's not the formula of success. The Belichick way of, listen, if you take less, right, at the end of the day, you're way ahead of the game. You've won six Super Bowls. It is true. You know, Drew Brees, he was always one of the highest paid quarterbacks. One Super Bowl, right? You ask Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, all these guys, how many, if it comes down to rings, how many rings would you really always want to have? And so as far as endorsements, as far as what he's worth and just his net worth, it's kind of like if you want to make, you know, Tom Brady says, I want to make $100 million. Okay, here's how we're going to do it. I can't give you, right, $25 million a year for four years. Here's what we're going to do. If you take 20, right, you're going to leave 20 short, but we're going to win and we're going to win big and we're going to win Super Bowls. And if you take 20, we can use that extra five, and over the four years, it's $20 million, and we can get better players around you, offense and defense. And if you take a little bit less, it's going to pay dividends. And then, you know, you're going to win Super Bowls. You're going to be the greatest. And that formula worked. To Belichick, it worked. You know, I have a tough time. Belichick knows what he's doing, and Tom Brady is 43. What I think so many people don't recognize, and, you know, I have been talking about this, and again, um, I will be continue. Remember, uh, tune in to the radio show weekdays um, from 11 to 2, the John DePietro show. And um, the, the thing that I don't think a lot of people get is he wants to, if for two years he wants to go and it'll be fun again, it's just, it's not fun in New England. It's just not. Brady, Belichick is a phenomenal coach and you win Super Bowls, but it's not the fun atmosphere of some other places. And somehow the fact they would not give him the deal he wanted, it just kind of fell apart and soured. But you also have to look at the larger element of this whole thing. And the larger element is the fact that, you know, his he is all in on TB12. I don't know if people fully realize how much he's all in on TB12. And his best friend is his trainer, Alex Guerrero. And Alex Guerrero is not even allowed on the Patriots' sideline. And if you saw the interview back in December in the Boston Herald, Tom Brady's father said, he, I know he's 100% committed to that business. He's setting himself up. If you, and they fully believe in this, by the way, right? They fully believe in the TB12 method. And they, I think he wants Alex Guerrero to access. Anyone that watched Tom versus Time, he used to have to have his massages before the game up in a luxury box. Belichick would not let Alex Guerrero around the team, on the sidelines, employed by the team, nothing like that. I don't think it's going to be like that in Tampa Bay. So that's a big part of it. I think a huge part of this, if you are trying to market, uh, you know, living longer, right? I mean, the TB12 method is you can play longer and you live a longer life and it's a healthy lifestyle. What state has the most elderly population? It's the state of Florida. So in some ways, you know, TB12, he becomes the star. He will be the star of Florida without a, without question. And by the way, by being in the, the NFC, there's all those cities where they don't get to see Tom Brady a lot. And now he's in a new uniform. So, But it's really a way to then market TB12 because that's what this is about. I get a lot of people didn't get that. And by the way, a lot of um, broadcasters didn't get that that how important it was to him. I remember in an interview I hit, I heard during the Super Bowl, and it was that Mad Dog Russo, and he was like, TB12, I don't even watch that show. He didn't even know what it was. TB12 is wildly important to Brady, and it can't grow anymore besides outside of Massachusetts, a place of great growth. Now, I thought the move would have been L.A. or New York. I thought for marketing reasons, but maybe that obviously just didn't come together. So there's some attraction there. I think he knows what he's doing. He obviously wants to feel appreciated. You know, and, and it's, but uh, but I want to get back to just hearing the news like many of you. I mean, it, it really, I knew it was coming. I knew he was leaving. And it still, didn't it feel, it felt like, like a death. And it is sad. It's really sad. Never mind with everything that's going on. Um, and, and Patriot fans, you could see them, people, and, and all the, think of everything that's been going on since the Super Bowl to the teasing of people. Nope. He said he's coming back. He's definitely coming back. He, he wasn't saying he was coming back. He said he wanted to play again. I can't tell you the number of diehard Patriot fans who would tell me he's either coming back or he's retiring. He would never go anywhere else. 
I never thought that was the case. Put it, let me put it this way. It, it, the, the, the numbers do not add up when it comes to the coronavirus as far as Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And go to the website, topetro.com. I'm not going to keep talking about it, but Massachusetts now, 218. And Raimondo is saying, now in Rhode Island, though, there's a huge number of people quarantined. So I, I think there's something that she's manipulating the numbers in some way. When she says it's 23, does that make sense to anyone? Mass is at over 218, heading to 300. And Rhode Island is at 23. But I think in Rhode Island, there's 3,000 people quarantined. Hello there, Nicole. So I don't see how that's positive. I don't think the number is accurate. And the biggest problem, that's right, 23 confirmed, 403 negative. But I, I come back to the fact that the Rhode Island number, I just don't think they're testing as many in Rhode Island. There's got to be some way that they are, in fact, manipulating the numbers. Because otherwise, it just, it just doesn't make sense that there be such a discrepancy. I don't want to be uh, doom and gloom as far as, uh, you know, no one knows just where really this whole thing. That's right, 219 in mass. And Raimondo is insisting that there's 23 uh, right now, right around mid-20s in Rhode Island. And then you have to look for some kind of fluctuation. Um, I'm hearing the same thing, that they're refusing to test people. There's many people that don't feel well, and they're not testing them. It also takes several days for the test to come back. Uh, it's, it's a lot more. And they, you know, read the website to petro.com. There is more and they don't want people to panic. But I come back to that. We're all adults. And I think people have a right to think of these numbers. 23 confirmed in Rhode Island. 403 have tested negative. 3,000 people self-quarantined. Now, that doesn't mean that they were tested, by the way. So those 3,000, they could be positive. It doesn't mean that they in any way tested negative and i think they're they're telling them to just wait and then see how you feel and then if you don't get better and a lot of people the bulk of the people are recovering at home because they don't want everyone in the hospital so i have a feeling that this number that the Ramundo people are putting out mass is testing more people massachusetts is testing more people for the coronavirus and i think that's one of the reasons why um, they have the higher number, but it just it doesn't stand to reason you have two states side by side. The virus is as contagious as it is, and you have such a discrepancy. I mean, does that so in other words, Massachusetts and I get that they're a bigger state. I understand that. But so they have Massachusetts basically has 200 more positive cases. I don't I, I don't find that I, that is not what I'm hearing. Uh, you talk to if you know of anyone at. The hospitals, they'll tell you the numbers are staggering, the amount of people coming in, and they feel that they're not getting uh, the real truth on exactly how many people truly are testing positive for it. So now the good news also is I think, in, and when I say good news, I do think that uh, the Trump administration, I think they are getting a handle on this, and I think they are getting better with it. And what would also be good and this really is important for the president. President Trump needs to he needs to embrace that this is what happened has happened and he just has to do what he can with what's been thrown to him. That that's it. It's not about a wall. Um I don't like that I saw um and I again I still have the Trump uh sign behind me. I don't like when I see him on uh tweeting about a different governor or mocking people this it's just it's not time and place we're in a different place now we're in a different place a very good question is how many rhode islanders work in boston and then those people are obviously coming back and forth uh on the train or different commuting so it would make sense that if they have 200 there just how many people are in fact um walking around and i think that is the big unknown that just how many people have it and you're not showing symptoms and who knows how long it could take before you actually show symptoms but the biggest problem is being a spreader that really i think is the biggest problem going forward and i i don't know what the answer is other than it needs to be slowed down 
they need time to try to come up, slow down the hospitals, and come up with a vaccine. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, also 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Remember, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I enjoy uh, interacting with so many of you. But if you go to the website, you can always contact me there, uh, read the independent report. And again, it all begins at the website, dipetro.com. I want to um, I want to touch on it. I think we, we're seeing, and this is very positive, that you, you're really seeing, I think, the White House. I'm very impressed. I'd say the last... 24 to 48 hours how the president is stepping up and the trump administration are realizing just how monumental this is the coronavirus and what's at stake and i think this truly has an opportunity i believe that the the trump administration the president himself i think they start to realize that it's all about this you know some of the stuff before and I'm not saying, listen, a healthy economy, of course, it's important and it's good. And the building the wall, yeah, of course, that's important. It got it, you know, that was the, the main issue that basically put President Trump into office. But when you're talking about something, this is historic, what is going on right now. And by the way, it's a bad historic pandemic. But the president, I think they, they just a light has gone on. When you talk about impacting people's lives, it's it's one thing to say, you know, at a rally, right? When I've seen the president, you have, and I've been at the rally when he says, hey, how's your 401k doing? That's one thing. That's okay. But this is far larger. This is, this is you know, saving lives. This is the United States being the United States. Do you, do you see that also? One of the reasons why I think this could end up having President Trump reelected is it's also because i think you're going to see a stark difference between how he's handling it which is notice far more involvement with the private sector right private labs working with companies you would never get that uh with the biden administration the president how he handles this between now and september could really lock up the election because i i and i think you I think, you know, I think many of you agree that people would be very hesitant to start all over. Let, let's talk about what's never happening. Bernie Sanders is not going to win the nomination, right? His entire platform has fallen apart. And I, I um, one month ago, I thought he was unstoppable. He had the money. Uh, you had a very crowded, moderate uh, lane, so to speak. And, and Sanders seemed like no one was going to stop him. The big rallies, well, you can't do rallies anymore. And no one is talking about a revolution. People want to be safe. People want to have a job. People want basic essence. I don't want to keep saying toilet paper, but people want basic things. Um, they, 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 this is no time to play around. The grown-ups need to be in charge, right? This is no time for Bernie Sanders and AOC and the squad. You notice they've almost like just faded into the background. And as much as uh biden will you know he's going to get the nomination but i think the way the president and the administration the way they're approaching it now um which is all hands on deck and the president you know you can kind of read him a little bit he's i i hope people don't take this the wrong way but he's into it now right before it was like a distraction it was a, a, a nuisance it's a, it was like hearing that it was going to rain you know the day probably that he thought you know was one of his children were going to get married or that he was having a cookout and and it's just like an annoyance now he seems fully engaged now they realize my god you know we have a way to impact and i mean really impact people's lives save lives now this is going to be a massive undertaking massive because of just how powerful this is and i don't know if there's still many of you out there that have either called into the program or emailed me or speak out that it's a hoax it's a waste more people die of the flu blah 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 i i think you know there's so many consequences of this such as our hospitals just completely overwhelmed and 20 percent of patients they're learning more and more 20 percent of patients uh, are being hospitalized that have this 
And when you have that type of high number, that's when you're talking about the hospital being overrun. And then people that are trying to go in for normal problems, right? People have heart attacks. Uh, people go, women go into labor. People have all kinds of physical ailments that bring them to a hospital, emergency room, and need all kinds of surgeries. There are people that are battling cancer through this, and it's a dangerous time. There are people that are dealing with all different types of, of uh, physical ailments. And, and this, though, would completely overwhelm the hospitals. That's why in New York, you know, I think you are seeing, and I'm going to be try to be nonpartisan. You, you see people like uh, New York uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo stepping forward. We need the Army Corps of Engineers to build some hospitals. We need more hospitals. China, do you know China built two hospitals in two weeks? And the United States has to be able to do that. I think President Trump, I think, is seizing like wait a minute this this goes beyond just anything that happened with president obama people talk about you know the housing or excuse me the way the financial crisis this this is worse this is actually much worse and it's affecting everywhere and everyone um i didn't think we'd see a story bigger than 9-11 this is bigger than 9-11 you didn't see cities shut down like this i mean this is new territory uh, California has 50% of the police force out in the streets because they're basically on shutdown and it's like martial law could lead to anarchy. So I think the good news is now also, I also want you to, I want to point out to many of you, notice that Governor Amundo is seizing this as an opportunity that she is now, she was on television last night with Wolf Blitzer and what is she doing? Criticizing the administration criticizing the cdc governor Amundo, and you can read all about it at dipetro.com she sees this now as an audition for the vp slot for biden is that self-serving of course it is is it egomaniac is there a big, bigger person with an ego governor Amundo is like bloomberg who oh i want to endorse you but he was my good friend and uh, let's forget about that and didn't you didn't uh didn't biden you know this is Ramundo. didn't he say he's uh, he's gonna pick a woman as a running mate forget about the condition of the state forget about some of her scandals forget about the fact she has an ethics complaint in front of the ethics commission she now only wants to run on her record on the coronavirus and that's why and i don't want to be a broken record on this i don't believe the numbers if we're to believe the latest numbers, and I keep saying it, I find it highly improbable that we both started the same as Massachusetts. I understand Boston's bigger, but a lot of people in Rhode Island work in Boston. I find it rather improbable, I should say, um, that Massachusetts has 200 more positive cases than Rhode Island. The numbers just don't add up. I believe Rhode Island, they're not testing. I think I heard Governor Raimondo say that they're testing 100 people a day i don't know if that's even accurate and then it takes several days to get it back rhode island has over 3,000 people quarantine so but just do the math in massachusetts how can it be we both started basically at the same starting line actually we were ahead of them with confirmed cases and then suddenly now uh they have 200 more cases than we do i i just i don't believe it i think i think it's larger which is Ramundo is viewing this as uh, this is her audition. And she's going to try to manage this as because of what she's doing as the governor. That's why, you know, Rhode Island is lower than Mass. And keep in mind, she's always resented Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker. Always. He's the most popular governor. What did she say when they asked her about that? Oh, that, you know, because he's tall. She's the least popular governor. She has a she's manipulating the numbers with the Rhode Island Department of Health she likes the idea everyone looks at the podium and there she is another female next to her and that dr scott as if diversity is the most important thing in battling the virus but aside from that i'll let all of that go the governor sees this is how she views her ticket forget about how the state is done lack of business failed providence schools i'm not going to go on and on about all the failures within the Ramundo administration we don't have that kind of time um, instead, she now views this as like a short race for, for the, Ramundo. And she could be, I'm not saying she's wrong. I think she now views this as this, uh, just judge me on how I've handled myself on a crisis, the coronavirus, forget about the fa failed Providence schools, forget about the fact that during 
obviously the boom time is over uh now we're going into different territory that no one was then moving in and starting new jobs in rhode island all of that's washed away because now no one's opening new businesses it's john DePietro. you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays remember we start at 11 we go till 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm this portion of the program brought to you by west fountain auto body listen people still get in accidents things still happen someone hits your vehicle or maybe for some reason you know you're have time off and you say i've been meaning to get the car fixed so why not call kenny and patricia and let them handle it for you 272-3340 west fountain auto body you know this is a time to kind of get caught up i'm getting email from some of you cleaning out the old sock drawer getting organized in the house people are throwing things away in clutter and then also uh, realizing you know i need to get that car fixed so we we have some time off i'm told to be at home for the next week so why not get it repaired but I, th- I think that's very positive. Now, listen, there's nothing positive about what's going on. And anyone that gets it, it's amazing. I only so far know of one individual who is, um, I'm not going to say who it is, but um, someone I heard that might have it, might have it. I won't give it away. I'll value the privacy of that individual. Uh, and it's not positive, but that's the only one that I've heard about. I'm very anxious to see what's going to happen at the end of the week with these children from cranston west and i'm not even saying it's their fault but very anxious to see what happens because there's a when you have a student that tested positive very very good chance that uh there were other students at cranston west and it does take a, a at least five days i believe to metastasize inside your body so what happens with the situation with cranston west um that i want to see you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at dipetro.com go to the website and then if you ever miss miss any show it's okay go to dipetro.com and then you click on radio shows and then you can listen uh, you can listen this that way. This portion of the program is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Hey, listen, you're going to be in your house. Why not be nice and comfortable in your house? How's this sound with J.K.L.? Again, use the time effectively. Why not use the time and say, since I'm going to be home and maybe, operative word maybe, spending more time in my home, I want to be nice and comfortable oh, in my home. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600-401. 351 7600 jkl engineering they're licensed in rhode island and massachusetts called jkl engineering it's john DePietro again folks it's a very odd time i think everybody feels you know you're, you're not alone everybody feels displaced everyone feels unmoored it is it is frightening what's what's going on it is where we are but you know this is and i'm not going to be preachy but you got to take it a day at a time this is kind of like a count your blessings type of situation. Don't don't panic. Don't follow other panic. People should not be. We can go through the list. People shouldn't be hoarding things. I can't believe the amount of people that spread rumors. I was even giving someone a hard time because they said, oh, I, I wasn't spreading the rumor. I was asking you if you heard it. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference? This person texted me. I, I'm hearing that Trump is going to order the nation shut down. Are you hearing that? I, I texted them back and said, stop spreading rumors. Oh, I'm not spreading rumors. I'm asking if you heard that one. Well, what's the difference? You're you're then spreading a rumor that that's going to happen. Hey, did you hear that they're going to, I mean, what is that? No, that's that's engaging. I'm not going to go on too much about it. It's foolishness. But uh, that 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 is spreading a rumor whether the person realizes it or not. Hey, did you hear that they may, uh, no, no. And stop spreading that. You're going to make people nervous. That doesn't have to happen like that. But my goodness, folks, we could certainly use some good news. Now, the good news is, again, the good weather will get better. And the president is on top of it. And it could be worse. could be in Italy right now. I mean, here's something very positive, And that is that the government, led by the president, they are going all out, all out on whether or not uh, to try to stop this thing. Slow it down. Stop it. And who knows? The latest now could be cash for people. You know, some people say no, but... I don't know if they're throwing that kind of money around 
What did Mitt Romney say? A thousand for every adult? Why not? Everybody could use it. It would come in handy. We pay a lot in taxes. I think that, you know, I, I don't think that's the worst idea I've ever heard. Keep listing. This is the John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Just uh, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, no eyes. You can also contact me through the website. I stress that enough. As much as I stress that, you'd be surprised the number of people that say, um, how can I get a hold of you? What's your email or something like that? So just go to the website. It's all there. Uh, and then also you can, if you ever miss any portion of the show, you can also uh, go to the website, topetro.com, and then you just click on the tab at the top. They call it a dashboard. It's at the top of the page or right near the top. You'll see a uh, radio show and radio shows. And then if you click on that, if you ever miss any portion of the program, then you can listen that way. And there are people, uh, you know, and it says, so at the very top, you'll see home. At the very top, it says listen live. So you click there and listen live. Then it says home. Then it says meet me. Then radio show, merchandise, advertise, and contact. And remember, um, this is a tough time, but this is at the same time a great way to reach people. So if you would like to support the show and advertise your business, uh, by all means, contact me. Uh, the good way to do that through the website, and then you can read everything uh, at depetro.com. I want to um, also mention, again, another happy, well, happy birthday, Patricia Westfountain. Her birthday was St. Patrick's Day, and so happy birthday to Patricia. It's an odd time for uh, someone to be celebrating either a birthday or then I, I really feel terrible. I received a, uh, a beautiful email from a mother who um, was venting that this Saturday it was uh, is her daughter's wedding. And there, as you can imagine, folks, everything completely thrown off. And what do you do with something like that? And this has been planned for over a year. So, um, you know, as much as it is difficult for everyone and everyone's trying to cope through with this is... Um, how about all these people that say, you know, the, the, this is like never happened to me before. Well, it's never happened to anyone before. I mean, we are absolutely in uncharted waters. I want to point out a couple things. Um, and one of them is the situation in Newport. If you check the Providence Journal or read in the Providence Journal, the Newport Parade Marshal charged with DUI, you know, how we are responsible. That was embarrassing what happened over the weekend in Newport where they still insisted uh, like laughing, like going to swim when there's a shark in the water and still having a St. Patrick's Day celebration in Newport and the people dressed up in green and blah, blah, blah. Newport is getting hit hard. Newport that relies on tourism. Newport cannot afford to have a pandemic spread, turn into a hotspot. Newport, because they were regular open for business, Newport had people from all over come in, including busloads of college kids from um, from New Rochelle, New York, which is the containment zone. You know, that, that was a poor decision. And you could tell Newport to me, they're like uh, the mayor and Larry, the mayor and Jaws. You know, um, remember, enemy means friendly and we're open and it's going to be a best summer and you see people enjoying themselves. And Newport, their first vote was to still do the parade. And then you see that uh, the Grand Marshal charged with DUI, even though they didn't have the parade. Then they took a second vote from pressure from the state, and then they didn't have it. But then they still signaled, hey, we're open for business. I think that was a very poor decision. And you're realizing why. I hope some people now are realizing. For instance, the story in the Providence Journal, Rhode Island Hospital may face grim choices if it spikes. How about the, uh, uh, right now, the dwindling supply of ventilators? Who would ever think that that is a big commodity now and we don't have enough of them? The ventilators, that's huge. And I'm also reading in the Providence Journal, state health officials keeping track of ventilators in the availability of intensive care unit beds, that's the ICU, instructing staff reuse unsoiled surgical masks for up to two days so they don't burn through their dwindling supply of protective equipment. Folks, this is not business as usual at at the hospitals and i hope also people recognize and see that when you have you know how are these nba players getting it there's a story you know kevin garnett and a number of the the new um, brooklyn nets 
that they have the virus and you have to wonder that's how, how are they getting it i mean it's it's spreading that way and apparently one of the nets is very very sick the other some of the other ones they they feel fine i like the idea that they're saying and i'm not sure who exactly said it it could have been uh, dr sanjay gupa but but act pretend think of yourself as your contagious and that's how you have to act around other people because then you don't want to you don't want to spread it you don't want to be a spreader i received an email and remember, you can always email me, john at dipetro.com. And they, they, there are some people that are upset that the schools, and I'm seeing on the front page of the Province Journal, at school, three virus takeaways, breakfast, lunch, computers. Um, I, you know, to me, that's, I, I agree with everything the person was saying to me, that look at how now they started off with just like a, a free breakfast. It used to be breakfast was provided for children in poverty, they receive free breakfast. Then it turned into lunch. Now most, now the schools, everybody gets it. Now it's become that even when the kids aren't in school, the parents are not expected to prepare the meal. I, I agree with all that, but to me, the t- the time for that argument is just not right now. We just that's that's an argument when you when you have almost the freedom and the ability to. I I, I agree with you and those that are saying it. I, I I don't. I should say I don't disagree with that. They're right. Look at how this has now morphed into that it became as just in case the child wasn't getting enough. It was provided as, as kind of like a little extra crutch, if you will, as almost a fallback. All right, let's make sure the kids are fed properly, so we'll make sure that they have lunch and, and um, breakfast and lunch. And now it has turned into, even when there is no school, even when there is no school, now the schools are provided. And that's something I, I just still come back. And I, to me, part of it, though, is that's almost like an argument for another day. Um, I'm not disagreeing with those. And many of you have emailed me this and posted things like that on uh, my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. Uh, but I, I just don't know if, if right now is, is the time. What, what has to happen, it's, I, don't, I don't know if that's a priority argument is, is what I'm saying. I don't think you're wrong. And, and, and someone, I received an email from someone that said that, you know, it's a neighbor and they're going to the school and they're picking up all these extra meals and they, they you know she sees her shopping and she's got the ebt cards and they're driving expensive cars and blah 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 i i'm, I'm sure a lot of that is going on but it, it has to you have to look at that as in any situation there's a 10 percent maybe is it 10 percent something that will take advantage but you have to focus on the rest in in stores they deal right with theft and they have theft prevention, but there's a certain percentage that there's going to be theft with any type of retail operation or a bar or anything with cash, anything like that. Um, I think it kind of falls under that. So, and and I can understand someone frustrated and someone ought to say something. I, I, I'm just uh, convinced that this is the right time and climate to say anything because it's it's an uncertainty. It's John DePietro. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380. I see in the Providence Journal, China and the coronavirus. And they say it'll surely reappraisal communist China by the rest of the world, the outcome. Their state-run media agency uh, raised the prospect China could impose pharmaceutical export controls that could plunge us into the sea of the coronavirus. The journal writes, for years, critics have warned American companies relying too heavily on China. Protection, such essentials, medical supplies, pharmaceutical, even high-tech elements used by our military. President Trump said Tuesday does not envision such a cutoff. But China clearly touched about any international attention on its role in the spread of the coronavirus. The virus emerged in the city of Wuhan late November government may have stifled its spread to the rest of the world by immediately welcoming the international medical community and initiating quarantines. Instead, it initially kept the disease a secret, including with its own people, and used its recessive powers, block citizens from spreading word of the danger on social media. Meanwhile, some 10,000 people a day flew from China to the United States. On January 31st, President Trump, dealing with an impeachment drive, halted flights from China. The order drew condemn, um, he was condemned from some political rivals. In hindsight, it may have prevented the United States from suffering some of the massive outbreaks that occurred in Europe. This is in the Providence Journal editorial. Chinese propagandists, meanwhile, floated a conspiracy theory. The U.S. Army brought the virus to Wuhan. 
China is now reporting the spread of the coronavirus has almost stopped in the country. One always takes official pronouncement from such a regime cautiously, but if it's true, that'd be welcome news. When it's over, it seems certain people in the U.S., much of the world, reevaluate long-standing relationships with China. When companies began shifting massive amounts of production out of the U.S. into China, many believe the rising economic well-being of the Chinese people would lead to liberalization. Uh, and instead, all they did, as you know, is they built up the military, stole our intellectual property technology from U.S. companies. Cheap production no longer seems like a, such a nifty deal in a regime, disrespects the rule of law, fails to protect the world's people and economy from ruinous health tr uh, threats. When the world picks up the pieces in the months ahead, hope serious attention will be paid to the moving production in less dangerous countries. You know, that is exactly right, and that is something that I think... And I've mentioned to you that the president, President Trump, should get more credit for that. He has not gotten a lot of credit for it. And as I've mentioned, when you have the uh, that Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole Scott, she was one of the ones that said that when President Trump banned uh, flights coming in from China, that that was fueling anti-Chinese sentiment. And that obviously was wrong. Uh, the first report that I saw was December 31st, New Year's Eve. When I saw a timeline, I believe that was the first time that we heard about it as far as that it was reported. But according now, they're saying that it was actually in November that this um, started to take hold from there. And uh, but they they kept it a secret and they did not even let people um, when this thing first started. The virus emerged in late November. So late November, that would be, uh, you know, right around Thanksgiving leading into the month of, of, obviously, December. But my point is, that was really a month before the world found out that something was going on in China. And when you look at that, President Trump, in the middle of the whole impeachment, think how long ago that seems, the whole impeachment nonsense. And... But he stood up to them and and said, you know, too bad. We're halting flights from China. And now, you know, all the people, and you still have that, the Rhode Island Health Department, Dr. Scott, saying a lot of this, um, she won't acknowledge that the president did something right and that that really may have halted it. Now, as bad as it is right now, if the president had not halted those flights from China, this this thing could be a lot worse. So I recognize it's, it is it is difficult, and I just hope people realize and, and look at, if people look beyond themselves, and I've been saying this, but the, the hospitals are being overrun. That's really what happens. I know so many people take this as, what do we keep hearing? It's like the flu. You just wash your hands. It's like the flu. Well, it's, it's obviously worse than the flu, and it's becoming obviously far, far more deadly. Now, not as deadly as of yet. But anyone that says that more people die of the flu, I always like to point out that is true. And there's a vaccine. You can get a flu shot and then a lot of people still die from the flu. So for those that try to make that argument, um, and there are still some people not taking it serious. If you go online, people in San Francisco are not going along with the guidelines. You had the Cranston West kids that were all over uh on saturday treating it like it was vacation i think some of the messaging has been a little sloppy on the local level when it was being presented as this is your april vacation you can't use the word vacation but the situation in newport you mark my words that's going to come back to haunt them that was a mistake having everybody come in like defying uh everybody else is worried about it but we're partying and celebrating saint patrick's day here in the city of newport the city by the sea and that brought in people from all over people from boston went to newport people as i said from new jersey buses from new rochelle new york college kids um they all headed to newport and in newport maybe they i don't know i would imagine they had at least a, a big weekend friday saturday they probably did but but who knows how this how bad this could end up uh, in going forward. And then if Newport gets this bad spread, and I'm not sure how they're not going to, um, they they just did not take it serious. To me, it, it reminds me of um, the mayor in Jaws, right? Larry, who refuses. And uh, what about the summer? The summer people, they'll go to another island, and 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 then look what they ended up with. It's John DePietro. And I remember weekdays. We start at eleven. We go till two. 
It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at depetro.com and visit the website, depetro.com. And uh, right at the top, you could just click on Listen Live. This is the John DePetro Show. It's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Just uh, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, no eyes. You can also contact me through the website. I stress that enough. As much as I stress that, you'd be surprised the number of people that say, um, how can I get a hold of you? What's your email or something like that? So just go to the website. It's all there. Uh, and then also you can, if you ever miss any portion of the show, you can also uh, go to the website, to petro.com. And then you just click on the tab at the top. They call it a dashboard. It's at the top of the page or right near the top. You'll see a radio show and radio shows. And then if you click on that, if you ever miss any portion of the program, then you can listen that way. And there are people, uh, you know, and it says, so at the very top, you'll see home. At the very top, it says listen live. So you click there and listen live. Then it says home. Then it says meet me. Then radio show, merchandise, advertise, and contact. And remember, um, this is a tough time, but this is at the same time a great way to reach people. So if you would like to support the show and advertise your business, uh, by all means, contact me uh the good way to do that through the website and then you can read everything uh at depetro.com i want to um also mention again another happy well happy birthday patricia west fountain her birthday was saint patrick's day and so happy birthday to patricia it's an odd time for uh, someone to be celebrating either a birthday or then i i really feel terrible i received a uh, a beautiful email from a mother who um was venting that this saturday it was uh, is her daughter's wedding and there as you can imagine folks everything completely thrown off and what do you do with something like that and this has been planned for over a year so um you know as much as it is difficult for everyone and everyone's trying to cope through with this is um how about all these people that say you know that this is like never happened to me before well it's never happened to anyone before i mean we are absolutely in uncharted waters I want to point out a couple things. Um, and one of them is the situation in Newport. If you check the Providence Journal or read in the Providence Journal, the Newport Parade Marshal charged with DUI, you know, how we are responsible. That was embarrassing what happened over the weekend in Newport where they still insisted, uh, like laughing, like going to swim when there's a shark in the water and still having a St. Patrick's Day celebration in newport and the people dressed up in green and blah 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 newport is getting hit hard newport that relies on tourism newport cannot afford to have a pandemic spread turn into a hot spot newport because they were regular open for business newport had people from all over come in including busloads of college kids from um from new rochelle new york which is the containment zone. You know, that that was a poor decision, and you could tell Newport, to me, they're like uh, the mayor and Larry, the mayor in Jaws. You know, uh, remember, enemy means friendly, and we're open, and it's going to be a best summer, and you see people enjoying themselves. And Newport, their first vote was to still do the parade. And then you see that uh, the Grand Marshal charged with DUI, even though they didn't have the parade. Then they took a second vote from pressure from the state and then they didn't have it but then they still signaled hey we're open for business i think that was a very poor decision and you're realizing why i hope some people now are realizing for instance the story in the providence journal rhode island hospital may face grim choices if it spikes how about the uh, uh, right now the dwindling supply of ventilators who would ever think that that is a big commodity now and we don't have enough of them the ventilators that's huge and I'm also reading in the Providence Journal, state health officials keeping track ventilators in the availability of intensive care unit beds, that's the ICU, instructing staff reuse unsoiled surgical masks for up to two days so they don't burn through their dwindling supply of protective equipment. Folks, this is not business as usual at, at the hospitals. And I hope also people recognize and see that when you have, you know, how are these nba players getting it there's a story you know kevin garnett and a number of the the new um, 
Brooklyn Nets that they have the virus and you have to wonder that's how, how are they getting it i mean it's it's spreading that way and apparently one of the nets is very very sick the other some of the other ones they they feel fine i like the idea that they're saying and i'm not sure who exactly said it it could have been uh, dr sanjay gupa but but act pretend think of yourself as your contagious and that's how you have to act around other people because then you don't want to you don't want to spread it you don't want to be a spreader i received an email and remember, you can always email me, john at dipetro.com. And they, they, there are some people that are upset that the schools, and I'm seeing on the front page of the Province Journal, at school, three virus takeaways, breakfast, lunch, computers. Um, I, I, you know, to me, that's I, I agree with everything the person was saying to me, that look at how now they started off with just like a, a free breakfast. It used to be breakfast was provided for children in poverty. They receive free breakfast. Then it turned into lunch. Now most, now the schools, everybody gets it. Now it's become that even when the kids aren't in school, the parents are not expected to prepare the meal. I, I agree with all that, but to me, the t- the time for that argument is just not right now. We just that's that's an argument when you when you have almost the freedom and the ability to. I I, I agree with you and those that are saying it. I, I I don't. I should say I don't disagree with that. They're right. Look at how this has now morphed into that it became as just in case the child wasn't getting enough. It was provided as, as kind of like a little extra crutch, if you will, as almost a fallback. All right, let's make sure the kids are fed properly, so we'll make sure that they have lunch and, and um, breakfast and lunch. And now it has turned into, even when there is no school, even when there is no school, now the schools are provided. And that's something I, I just still come back. And I, to me, part of it, though, is that's almost like an argument for another day. Um, I'm not disagreeing with those. And many of you have emailed me this and posted things like that on uh, my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. Uh, but I, I just don't know if, if right now is, is the time. What, what has to happen, it's, I, don't, I don't know if that's a priority argument is, is what I'm saying. I don't think you're wrong. And, and, and someone, I received an email from someone that said that, you know, it's a neighbor and they're going to the school and they're picking up all these extra meals and they, they you know she sees her shopping and she's got the ebt cards and they're driving expensive cars and blah 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 i i'm, I'm sure a lot of that is going on but it, it has to you have to look at that as in any situation there's a 10 percent maybe is it 10 percent something that will take advantage but you have to focus on the rest in in stores they deal right with theft and they have theft prevention, but there's a certain percentage that there's going to be theft with any type of retail operation or a bar or anything with cash, anything like that. Um, You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, dipetro.com. You can contact me there, send an email. If you ever miss any part of the show, you can uh, log on radio show. You can also listen live there, by the way. So wherever you are, anywhere in the world, you can listen live at the website. It's dipetro.com. Just click on listen live. If you want to listen, maybe you know, you're away or you want to go back and listen to a guest, just click on radio show at the dashboard right on the website. And you can also then listen or re-listen, whatever it may be. And there's all the links to my social media that are right there. So whether it's Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Instagram, it all starts. Folks, remember, it always begins and ends. The show never ends right there at dipetro.com.